Welcome back to an episode of Let's Be Blunt, a podcast where we smoke and talk about anything and everything. I'm Cheyenne, I'm your host, and as always, my social medias are in my bio, so please go check that out. Now, this episode's guest is really special to me, he's been in my life for years, Um, has been in my kids' lives for years. Jonathan is an extraordinary person, and the way he talks is like no other. Um, So please enjoy this episode. It's very deep. Now, we didn't plan on recording an episode. I just called him, and we started talking, and halfway through, he told me he started recording. So that's where the audio kind of cuts in. We were talking about how crystals are used as a sense of someone's spirituality you feel me like at the end of the day crystal is just a rock it's what you put into it um that makes it something different so that's kind of where I was on the ramble and talking about when he started recording so please enjoy and always comment like my stuff share my stuff so I can keep giving you all some good information without further ado let's begin you probably don't know the fucking half of it like, half of these crystals are man-made, not even from the actual fucking earth. Mm-hmm. And then second off, you can't just wear an abundance of crystals and think you're fine. Because certain crystals counteract the certain crystals you're wearing on you. So you're just walking around now, looking bulky as fuck. Not doing anything for your spirituality. Yeah. <laughs> I was just going off, you know, like, three edibles in. But no, like you're you're right as fuck though, because like it, it there becomes a point where you're becoming a hoarder. It, it's one thing, you know, you having a specific item, you know, like these crystals and all this shit, it it resembles it's similar to a like a, a rabbit's foot. It's a good luck charm. And after a while, that after after a while that that good luck charm, you lose it. It disappears. It, it falls off your keychain or whatever the case may be. And you're like, holy shit, where, where where's my rabbit's foot? And then you realize that the power, the the good luck that was in that rabbit's foot was never in the rabbit's foot. It was within you. And so that's the yeah. point of these of these pieces. And it's funny because. You're sitting there, you're making your point. It's like, you know, you mining for, are you mining for, I mean, you're not mining for crystals. All you know, you're just trying to find all these different things just to have so much luck. And that's when they believe that that's when they're, that's when they're, they're at a, they're at a stopping point where they don't know what to do. So they, so they think that that's right. And so like, you know, that's where people like that have that hold our spiritual power, be able to come in and put them back on track it's like we're we're telling you the truth of it and that's when you disturb someone's demons you disturb someone's spirits and it makes them leave or whatever the case may be it's like because you're questioning them it's like if if you're right you need to you need to convince me you're right and if you can't convince me you know during judgment day which is practically what's happening you are you are being God of them and you are the one who's going to allow them to move forward to the next level. They're going to level up in the game or you're going to stay the same. Like I am your boss right now. If you can convince me that you're right, then you will move forward and you will be, you know, God of that realm forever. And then you can also oh, move God. forward because I'm going to give you. Go ahead. I see what you're saying. So like pretty much. When people can't answer your shit, it's like, yo, if you can't convince me, the god of this realm, how are you going to convince the next god of the universe that you can move forward? I get you. I feel it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like, I don't know, like, certain shit annoys me. And that annoys me, it just, like, makes me question. And a lot of people don't have the answers or the depth of answer that I want. Mm-hmm. And it's like, fuck. Yeah, <laughs> So you're like, fuck, does anybody understand me? Is anybody? Like, am I the only fucking one? We're all thinking... I wouldn't say we're all thinking the same shit, because a lot of people think on a mediocre level. But I feel like a lot of us don't 
speak of such things as fear of looking crazy. But I feel like if it was fear of us looking crazy, you know, there wouldn't be so many of us. You know, like, there's billions upon billions of people that think the same way. Mm-hmm. We just don't speak up about it. Mm-hmm. And those are those people that you that you can that you look at, like you just make weird eye contact with, and it's like they do the same thing. It's kind of like you're you're looking in a mirror. You're like mm-hmm. you, it's like real recognizes real, in in other words. You know, I guess you put you can put it that way. It's like I don't know, yeah, because like there's times where you know I've I am so comfortable sharing my thoughts and so open but then there's there's only like one person or like one group yeah there's only like one person that i'm uncomfortable doing that with and it's like you know it's weird because it's like because i know like because it's like you know in order to become comfortable you have to become comfortable being uncomfortable in order to become comfortable. So, you know, when you speak up like that, that fear of sounding crazy or that fear of losing everything you just built or the fear of, you know, whatever the case may be, you know, that is... Like, once you break that, that's when you conquer. You know what I mean? You know, you're conquering that fear. Like, they say, you know, the only way you can conquer fear is by facing it. That's the painful way. Well, actually, yeah, that's, that's actually true. That's the only way you can conquer it. Just face it. But why is fear just a mindset or actual thing that changes their lives? You feel me? Yeah, fear. Does that make sense? Like, is it an actual entity that's always fucking people? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's, so it's like fear. <laughs> it's weird because like fear is like it's so it's it's an um, it's it's a human thing. Fear is a human emotion. I believe I believe fear is categorized as an emotion, uh, but. Fear is basically a feeling. That's all it is. It's a it's a disruptive feeling. It's it's like you ring a bell. It's a fucking pitch that you cannot ignore unless you become so numb to to it. Right? So you become I have a not to interrupt you. Is there cause I need to get you on a podcast, Darvin. And it's quiet in my house till about eleven. I have no idea how to do an audio recording. No idea. I know you do, though. <laughs> like, and you're too intellectual for me not to get you on this podcast before I go to jail. Like, high key. So I need to figure this out. We're both not doing shit. We're talking way too much not to be recording this glorious information. I'm way ahead of you, buddy. <laughs> yeah. I started recording. I started recording seven minutes ago. I was like, "Yo, this information we're talking about is too fucking buttery." So I was like, "I had." I was like, "I was waiting for the moment to be like, I am recording this conversation." But <laughs> but I was like, I, I just I just couldn't stop. <laughs> That's funny. So that's fine. Um, straight then. <laughs> you me this audio since I guess it's not gonna be a podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna save it to my files and I'll be able to send the file to you. Yeah. Say less. Um, <laughs> I feel like. What were we talking about, bro? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I think we're too. I think we're just really high. No, definitely. I definitely took oh, some shrooms. Fear. That's what it was. It was oh like yeah, yeah. Like a... Fear. Yes, like it's fear is an like you like you said it's an annoyance that annoying thing yeah. that keeps fucking with you, but it's gonna keep fucking with you until it no longer can fuck with you, because it's a feeling. Yeah. So it's like if you if you break it down all the way to a physical level, you know nerves. 
you're getting on my nerves, right? And so your nerve yeah. is, is, is a feeling. It's, uh, your nerve receptors are, are what takes a feeling of something and transfer that information to your brain and tells you to feel it. But the only way you can no longer have feeling in it, which is um, what the Chinese believe in strongly, which is why the Chinese is, uh, use... That, that, that's why the Chinese use their bodies as weapons, primarily before they actually go to weapons. They don't really use guns. They use their body and, and like, anyway. So, like, yeah. what they do, they, they, they punch, you know, sandbags and they kick, bam, you know, uh, uh, fucking banana trees a million times to deaden their nerves so they no longer feel it. So when you're in a fight, you feel no pain upon that strike, but simultaneously, because, that, because you deaden the nerves, you know, someone's got on your nerves so much to the point that, that you grow numb to it that... You fail to realize that now your 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 leg your your knuckles are as strong as 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 a fucking brick is as, as strong as a fucking metal. So you when you hit somebody with it, you may not feel it, but they feel the force of however much weight carries behind your your your, your strike. But also you're 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 slamming a fucking steel bat to their fucking skull, and you don't even realize it. You know, so it's yeah. like that pain, that fear is continuously getting on your nerves until that fear no longer uh, scares you. And so now your fear, that feeling has to go somewhere else, some other part of your body. Um, yeah. That fear has to go, you know, has to change. So instead of you fearing to look crazy, now you love the now you love to embrace uh, looking crazy now your fear goes to, you know, you know, oh, my God, I don't want to go to fucking jail. I don't want to go to prison. So now I'm fucking watching what I say because I believe the feds are watching me. I believe someone's recording this this conversation and, you know, that the feds are tuning into it. Can can you can you hear the, the fucking microphone twitching or whatever the case may be? And it's like, you know, then, then you got tweakers like that's your next fear until you until you face that fear. And now that fear, now you long, no longer have that fear. So it's like, yes, that fear is that continuous demon, that continuous entity that continuously follows you around and fucks with you. I feel like when you talk about fear being a peace of mind and an entity, you then have to have the discussion of, you know, do you tell people, oh, you can regulate your emotions, you don't need mental health shit like we do you just need meditation bro <laughs> i mean yeah because meditation is the core to it all like meditating is how you center yourself back to your whole self which your whole self is your spiritual being you know so like this whole fear shit that's physical it's on a physical level like, like when I'm like, you know, you remember how like I always talk about my dreams, like how I have different dream yeah. worlds. And so like even my parents can fucking, you know, I mean, everyone in the fucking family confirms like when I was a fucking child, I've always talked about these fucking dreams. But like when I'm in my dream world, you know, I feel nothing. I can fly. You know, I can I can do crazy things. I get I, I, I die or I kill people and, and I feel nothing. You can shoot me in the fucking face and I feel nothing and I'm still alive. I can shoot you in the face and you die and I feel nothing. You know, it's like, you know, it's this, the spirit and that, that's the spiritual realm. Like I'm, I'm, I live in this, I'm from that spiritual realm. And so all, everything that takes place in that spiritual realm is non-physical. So you feel nothing. It's just, it's just is. So I can sit there and stand up and jump and fly and I'm going to leave every single person like I'm going to leave you and I will never see you again. And I don't give a fuck and nor do you because you no longer exist because I'm no longer there. But then next thing you know, at some point, I'm going to come back to that same dream, which is in human years. You know, fucking 10 years later, I have the same dream that I had when I was a child. That's when, you know, you hear patients go to a psychiatrist and like, I'm starting to have these strange dreams. And I remember I had these dreams when I was younger and these are repetitive. And, and, the, and the psychiatrist is like, you know, so, so, um, you know, 
tell me what tell me what you experience in these dreams you know and they start asking repetitive questions because it's a repetitive thing so like you're you're dating back to something that happened before so i'm going back to the same dream i'm like oh i was just kidding i, I i'm here again but it's like you're not mad because i left you for 20,000 years in the spiritual realm you're not mad that i left you you don't give a fuck because it just is and we're yeah. infinite we're 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 immortal so it's like no matter how long you leave you come back you're here again you know what i mean well, so it's out. um i'm writing shit down that way when i write um the pretext for the podcast i know what to say i want you to go more into how do you know you're not from this realm like anybody can have reoccurring dreams mm-hmm when you know you know it's like nothing like when you hear what everyone else says everyone says the same shit everyone says the same shit and and you can and you can hear that like when you're able to differentiate the frequencies when you're able to notice something that no one seems to notice that's how you know you're different you know, like... Give me an example of things that other people don't notice. So, other people don't... Other people don't have a weird feeling crawling down the back of their neck until, right. until, you, until you grow your hair out and you forget that you have long hair and you feel a weird tingling on the back of your fucking neck and you're like, oh shit, that's my fucking hair. Yeah. So it's like only people with long hair will know what it's like to have a weird feeling crawling at the back of your neck and like, holy shit, I have long hair. You forget that you have long hair. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And so it's like I am different from someone who has short hair because a short haired person doesn't know what that feels like. And they're like, man, you're just, you're just tripping, man. Like, if I had long hair, I would, I would always know I have long hair. No, you won't. <laughs> you will forget that you have hair, period, bitch. <laughs> and it's like you're laughing because you know because you have long hair. And you forget that you have hair sometimes. And you've yeah. also been bald, so you know what it's like having no hair. Hey, yo, out of me on this podcast right now. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm saying like like you you've experienced it like we're we're all born with no hair. So yeah. we're, so we're like, you know, when we're all in the womb, right? When we're all in the womb, we have no hair. We we start growing hair at the, the very end stages of our development before we are birthed because our hair is preparing us for our human life. And so you know, we're born practically bald. And so well, then we start to grow hair, you know, and it's only until our parents cut our hair do we remain bald. And so some people never, never know that feeling. Right. And so it's kind of like a rebirth. So you're continuously being reborn over and over and over again. Every time you cut your hair, you're supposed to grow your hair. I mean, it's natural. I agree with you. I agree with you. But how did you go from the spirit realm to hair? <laughs> Because your hair is a symbol of you. Because everyone's hair is different. Everyone's curl pattern is different. Like By it may that logic, you shouldn't tattoo yourself. You're right. And that's why uh, I'm, unsure, I'm unsure if it is considered. But I did hear that tattooing yourself and piercing yourself is considered a sin. Yeah, it is. That's what I, I did hear. According to the Bible, I mean, some monks believe you shouldn't pierce the skin of which is holy mm -hmm. and not say that you're holy because they don't believe humans are holy. But if you're trying to reach enlightenment, it doesn't help. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And it's like and that's that's where living a that's where being a spiritual being experiencing a physical life comes into play like. I can enjoy being a fucking human because I have the ability to tat to tattoo my skin or to, to pierce my skin. You know what I'm saying? Even well, though I shouldn't. You talked earlier about the divineness. Hmm? 
And that's what you're talking about when we talked earlier about if we're divine beings having a human experience or not? Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah, and, you know, because as a spiritual being, you are gifted a physical life. You're gifted a human body. Because when I go to... Huh? That doesn't sound like a gift. As you... As we spoke upon before, you mentioned that being on earth is... uh, You're you're in hell. You know, so... And that's, that, that's true. Hell is basically living the same day over and over again. So whether you're living in a negative hell, you're experiencing the same negative day over and over again, or you're living a positive hell, a.k.a. heaven, you're experiencing the same beautiful or same pleasurable day over and over again. You know, well, yeah. that, that isn't heaven. But either way, yeah, you're in hell. And so you're, 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 you're still in the same physical earth Every single time you open your eyes, every time you blink, you see darkness. You close your eyes, you see darkness. You know, you yeah. go to sleep, you're in darkness. You're, you're in this dark realm. And that's because, you know, your eyes are the gateway to your soul. Yeah. And so when you blind your, that gateway, when you close the gate, right? When you put clothes on, you're covering something. So you're, cov- you're, you're, you're closing that gateway. And so, you know, that's why they say, you know, blind people, you know, see the tr- are, are the people who see the, the truest beauty. And that's because they can only see your spirit. Because you don't, you don't, you don't need sight. You don't need sound. You don't need anything. It's about feeling. You can feel a spirit. You can feel vibrations. You can feel frequencies. I agree with you on a separate, kind of related, but un, unrelated note, I feel like. Do you, how do you feel about simulation talk, that we're in a simulation? <laughs> we are in a simulation. I know, but like, what is your, what is your depth? That like, everybody around you but use the NPC? Or do you think other people are actual players on like some online type shit. But there are NPCs around us. Some people are just too awkward and too, like, <laughs> stationary. Does that make sense? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There are NPCs, I'm convinced. So, let but me... I can't, I, like, I can't help but think, go, like, anytime I'm going anywhere, I could be walking, I could be driving, but I can't help but think, you know, everybody has their own fucking lives and struggles they're going through. Exactly as me. Is everybody else just on a story mode quest right now? Like, who's the end boss type shit? Because, like... So, I'm, I'm going to share two perspectives. One perspective is going to oh. piss a lot of people off. And they're going to make... And they're going to believe that, you know, I'm so fucking conceited, whatever that word means, or big-headed, or I'm so full of myself. And then the other... And then the other perspective is going to make everyone feel comfortable. So one's going to make him feel uncomfortable, but some people are going to register. They're going to be like, you know what? This motherfucker is, is making sense. And then, the other, and, then, and then the other perspective is going to be like, yeah, fuck this dude. Who's that? So one perspective is, well, one way I see it is... I am the only player. And everyone else is a default character. Yeah. So whether you die, another person dies, someone on the in the street dies, all y'all are going to die anyway, but I'm not going to die. And when I do quote unquote die, I always come back to life because I am the main character. So whatever I do dictates how my life goes. And so, you know, whether I keep you in my life specifically, you know, you are helping me level up to the next level. Now, if you are meant to be in in the next level, you will stay there. And if you, Mm -hmm. if I never see your character again, either until I beat the game or 
until or or actually uh go back like i travel um i travel back into the previous chapters of the game or i time travel and go into the past you know that's the only other time i'm going to see i'm going to see your character again so i don't give yeah. a fuck whether i see you again or i don't because i made it to the next level i'm good so you know that's one way that's one reality of it you know the other one is is that we're all you know we're all individual characters so you know it's kind of like PlayStation Network there was this simulator or or maybe like the it's like those uh virtual reality places where all characters from all over the world you know you can can meet in that little that little world yeah and um and it's like yeah we're all separate characters in you know in one world and so when we go off into our own little games you know kind of like a Wreck-It Ralph movie you know how like um they had that little center place where all those different game characters yeah so like it's just like that you know like but when we are in our own worlds when we go back to our own individual games you know everyone else is a default character but you know that's when we were talking about earlier you know like with you know us being gods like our our children you know our our family members like those those very specific close people to us we are all we are all the gods and you know we have our own life that we live but it is our responsibility to to you know continuously touch base with each other grow each other teach each other because you know the creation that we're making like with our children you know we are their god you know well we are their father like like we have a heavenly father in Jesus's name right you know we are their heavenly father but we are also their Jesus you know because we are their physical and so you know we we have the responsibility to teach our children how to be a god and so and that's when they take that information and they make the best of it in their in their reality you know they become the biggest ceo in in corporate america they become the fucking four star the top four star general of the fucking united states military they become you know the top doctor in their practice you know whatever the case may be whatever whatever realm whatever the game they play you know our character like hmm Because we're correct in our own world. I'm always right in my world because the way my world works, it works. The way I speak dictates how my life works. So some people find it weird that I, you know, you know, the only time. Okay, (laughs) it's really it's really weird. So like the people that are in, in my world, right, in my reality, I don't use the word don't. I don't use the word can't. I don't use the word won't. I don't talk the way I'm talking. I'm talking normal right now, right? So you can, you can agree I'm talking fucking normal. But like when I'm out there, when I'm in my realm, I speak a very specific language. And that's why people call me God. That's why people say that I'm a God is because I, I'm speaking a heaven. I'm speaking a, a spiritual language that no one can speak, but everyone understands. No one can no one can speak my fucking spiritual language, but everybody understands it. And and uh, and it's and that's the weirdest fucking thing is that it's it's like I (laughs) I'm the only one who can speak this fucking language. No one can speak it fluently, but some people 
And that's how I know when I can, that's when I know I encounter another God is when you can speak it to me without having a lesson of, of how to speak it, you know, and it's like, oh shit, I can see the God coming at you. Like, like I was, I was with, uh, you know, one of my friends and, um, she, she's basically, she's basically a single mom. She is, she's a mom of three, of three kids and, you know, her in her realm, she's dealing with, you know, overcoming aggression, overcoming, you know, negative energy and how to break away from negativity because she understood the fact, which I had no idea, but she understood the fact that your words create your reality. So if you're continuously speaking negative words, even though your intention is pure, and that's what makes you different is your, in, is, is, uh, your intention. Some people's intention is, is negative and they're there to fuck your life up, right? And there's some people's intention that are pure. And so they will speak that language. So the language that she spoke was negative. And so therefore, most of her life was very negative. But simultaneously, her life was very positive because she was still progressing. And so we had like an intervention, if you will, you know, like a heart to heart. You know, it was me, her and her best friend. And, you know... She was basically explaining, she was like, you know, I'm normally a negative person, but I'm now speaking very positive. I'm now being a very, I'm now a very positive person. And so she's speaking that, that spiritual language. So I'm like, holy shit, like she's, she knows it. And it's basically how you can compare it is, you know, you've heard the phrase, you know, you heard the phrase of if the only way, I mean, the first step of fixing or solving a problem is admitting you have one so if you can change a thought into words that make sense that means something and it means what you're saying then that's how you change it because you know some people are scared to speak a different language like you know some like me personally like I, I just got out of jail right and like sometimes I'm really scared to speak Spanish but when I was in jail I hung out with a lot of the a uh, lot of the, the, the Spanish uh, speaking people a lot of Spanish folks and turned out I'm fucking fluent I had no idea I was fluent in Spanish because I was too scared to actually speak their language even though I know I know their language and so it's like you know I just got off topic I don't know I think a lot of people can relate to that though because like not say speaking it fluently but people know a lot more information than they allow themselves to see yeah and it's so unfortunate that People don't question outwardly their reality more often um, because it does have potential to drive people insane. So it's probably why people don't. Because, mm-hmm. like, unless you've... I can't even say this because I still doubt people that say they've died and come back. I doubt everything. But I feel like <laughs> unless, I, unless you physically go and see it yourself and have clear accounts, like... Nobody really knows. Exactly. And that's just Yeah. And that's the crazy thought. We're all just hoping at the end of the day. That's just not nothing. <laughs> but I feel like there's too many conveniences in life. There has to be some explanation. Not explanation, but there has to be a... I wouldn't say a reasonable answer, but a solution that we can find inward with ourselves like there has to be a key in ourselves that we can unlock to really experience life correctly and there is you know that's it that's the hidden gem you know there there's always a key that's why you know in music you know i got the keys 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 
You may think that, you know, Jay-Z's talking about, I got the kilos of drugs. No, he's talking about, I have the keys to what the, un- the keys to the door you're seeking to unlock. I have the yeah. answers. And, and the, reason why he has the, the reason why he has the answers is because he's been there. He's lived it. He can sit there and say, I got the keys. And someone's going someone's gonna to be like, oh, well, he has the key. He has, he has the access to the kilos. He, he has yeah. the drugs. Okay. And the only reason why he can, he has the ability to guide you that way is because he went that route. Yeah. He's done it. And so the only, only way I can tell you, I mean, the only way someone can tell you that they've died and came back to life is if they've done it. And, you know, they can tell you what it's like. And that's an experience that, that only the person that only someone that has experienced it before will be able to recognize it. Because when you're dead, you know, you're, you still know what's going on. You have no idea that you're dead. You're unresponsive according yeah. to the outside world. But yeah. on the inside, you're still there. You're like, what do you mean? I'm, I'm here. Can't you hear me? I'm talking to you. You don't hear what I'm saying? But apparently my, yeah. your mouth isn't moving. You're sitting there. You're sitting there trying to, you're sitting there trying to, trying to get up. You're sitting there uh, you know, trying to stand up. You're trying to run away. You're trying to move. You're trying to, you're trying to make an action. But, but they're saying, you know, they're, try, they're trying to get you to move, like, you know, you, but your body isn't doing it. And it's like no one's reacting. And, it's, and, you know, and it's weird because when I was in jail, I had like, I think, three or four seizures, right? And, uh, and one of those seizures... They they hooked up the uh, the little machine thing that 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 yeah that that measures your heart rate. They put all those things. They put it on my finger. They put the thing around my arm, and all that, and none of the none of the mach- none of them worked. They were getting yeah. absolutely no reading whatsoever, and and then I went. I I, I was like I was paralyzed. I I wasn't moving. And, yeah. and, you know, they, and, I, and I was hearing them. They're like, he has no heart rate or, or um, uh, he, he has no heart rate. He has no response or whatever the case may be. And um, the, they, were, they were trying to do things to, to, re- re- to re- rehabilitate me or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, so, like, I knew I was dead because I've, I've been having these episodes since I was a kid. Well, actually, since I was yeah. a teenager. Um, so... I know I'm dead, you know, and it's like, I know that if I let go, then I will be dead forever. So I have the choice, like when I'm in those, when I'm in those episodes, I have the choice of, of staying in my physical life or walking away. And the thing. You know what's crazy? Who else has those in your family? Just like that, like he explains it the exact same way as Taz. That doesn't surprise he me. Expl- he explains it the exact same way. He's like, I can feel myself and I always have a choice. <laughs> Wild. Anywho, continue. No one else in the podcast will know what that means, but you know what it means. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's crazy, because I, I, never, I never knew that. Yeah, he's, he's had him since he was about, shit, 17. Wow. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Damn, mine started I was fucking 15. Yeah, I was 15 when mine started. That's crazy. You know Gabriel had his first one. Really? Yeah, that was that was after we got separated. So when he went into uh, CPS custody, that's when he had his first one. The CPS caseworker called me directly. And they're taking custody from me. Yeah. Like, you know, and yeah, and, and she's calling me. She's like, yo, Gabriel, Gabriel had a seizure foaming out the mouth, unresponsive. 
And it's like, I wonder why you killed my son. There's people that don't know you and your kids. Don't know, obviously, don't know the story and shouldn't need to know. But I feel like when it comes to what you strongly believe is reality, do you feel like your kids would be... I feel like God shouldn't be having to be trained. You feel me? As like a toddler, we, we teach our kids how to do certain things. I feel like if we're God's at birth, it will, it wouldn't work. So what age do you think children really start? Not as they seeing like spiritual things, because kids are really prone to spirit, the realms of spirituality, you feel mm-hmm. me? Mm-hmm. When do you think that really starts affecting us as far as their mindset towards God level? Because we don't really know what children are thinking half the time. That's a very good question. So, children know... Okay, so it's... It's a... There's a difference between the conscious mind and the subconscious mind. So, your subconscious mind uh, is has all the information that it's like already stored, right? You, you know, it's, it's already stored information. It's already there. You may not, you may forget that it's there. You may not know, right? So you may, your unconscious mind, I mean, that may fall into your, un, that, that, okay. Your subconscious and your unconscious mind, right? And then you have a conscious mind, which is the things that you are aware of. So children are born in that subconscious unconscious state of mind which is aka the theta state of mind right you know the theta brainwave and so they are they are born gods they are unaware that they are that but they know that they are so that's why children like when you teach a child how to speak they will tell you like just like serenity she will speak her fucking mind and tell you when you're wrong She will fucking tell you because she knows that you are. But, you know, and that and and that's, you know, when like you're you're teaching a God how to speak the the human tongue, the devil's tongue, Mm -hmm. because language came from Satan. Apparently, the the, the slithering tongue, whatever the case may be. So, you know, that's why, you know. If you ever watch the movies or TV shows when, you know, you're. Uh, you have a, a grown man encountering a wild animal like like a tiger that or a lion or an elephant that's 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 angry that's about to kill someone and you have a you have a grown man or woman that can stand in the way and say no words and calm that animal down because you're speaking a, a spiritual language yeah and so that's why all animals show love to babies you can put a baby next to a, a rottweiler a pit bull a fucking lion a tiger you know what a, a snake you know and that animal will show love to that infant because it's a spiritual huh most of the time yeah, yeah, yeah. so I'm, I'm not talking about you just get some <laughs> Some random wild and some random wild <laughs> fucking bear out the fucking wild, put it, lock it up in a cage, and put it next to your newborn child. I ain't saying that shit. <laughs> I ain't saying all that. No. <laughs> and see and see what happens. <laughs> If the animal spares it, is it? <laughs> nah, but um, nah, like I'm talking about a calm animal. Yeah. You know, like a, for example, you know the 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 family pet, the family dog. You know mm-hmm. that dog will at with any stranger. With any stranger, will will bark, will bite him, will attack. Or protect it will protect you as its family from any stranger. Yeah. 
But now you have a newborn baby that is a physical stranger. That dog has never seen it before, but, uh, but has that love and respect as it does for you and the rest of the family that it protects. Because as a spiritual connection. And some will sit there and say, oh, there's, an, there's a physical explanation. Now that is, you know, when, when the, the family animal is, is staying close to the pregnant mom during, during the pregnancy, it builds that bond. Exactly what bond is that? It's spiritual. You can't fucking see that baby. No, no one can see, No one knows what that baby's gonna. No one has any idea. No one has any idea if that ba- if that child's gonna come out um, deformed until you get an ultrasound. So that's that's the fucking that's the that's the little cheat code. You can you can show the dog, but the dog ain't gonna know what the fuck that is. Like range an animal's sentiency. Mm, by their. Yeah, yeah. So how so how do you identify an animal's awareness? Mm-hmm. So that's a very good question. So I. So. With Gabriel, like, I, I always compare Gabriel, like, I always see Gabriel as an animal. Uh, like, like, spirit, spirit animal, yes. And so, like, and the reason being is because he, there's times where he acts like an animal. Like, like, like a dog, you know, like, you know, he'll, okay, no, 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 he, get, he got it from me, okay? So, one way that I, I connected with Gabriel primarily um, well, Gabriel and, and Jonathan, but, uh, with Gabriel is him and I always like, I would rub heads with him. Like I would always rub his head. That's why he, like, he, he's always hitting people. He's always headbutting, and, you know, he's always very hard and, and, and solid and aggressive at times, but it's a loving aggressive, like, like a, like an animal would like, you know, it's like that tough love stuff. And so it's like, you know, when you when you know you're you're so close and, and I'm I'm gonna get to the answer I, I remember what it is, um when you when you get so close and intimate with somebody to a point where you don't even have to use words, and you can just connect and you can just literally enjoy each other's company enjoy each other's existence without using words that's how you know you are on you are at the purest level of you know, like a spiritual connection is that you don't need words to identify something. And so that's, you know, where animals will come into play is, you know, an animal will, you know, show, will display its awareness by positioning itself, right? So like, say, Say you're like, you know, oh, well, an animal doesn't know if, if, uh, if its owner's, uh, if its owner broke its leg or whatever, right? And, and your, your own of the, or, or, wow, speak, or its owner <laughs> is injured, right? You know, they can't see, they can't physically see that the bone is broken or they, you never showed a dog that, that, um, you had x-rays, right? But they, but, you know, they will position itself in front of the wounded area to protect it as if it's protecting it and so that's its way of displaying that it is aware of it of that situation so you know say huh Connected enough to somebody, you can potentially gain or lose your spirit animal, maybe gain theirs. Yes. So it's it's very similar. Is it more than just taking someone's soul, because that's a whole different conversation. <laughs> no, it's actually in the same. So it's like okay on a physical level. Pregnancy, right? You are, you know, a man is 
is distributing its sperm. And what that sperm is, is a piece of its DNA, a piece of, you know, I'm giving a piece of myself to a female. And so the female has eggs. That is a piece of her. A man can't produce eggs. A female can't produce sperm. And so we are both giving a piece of each other into this egg. And she obviously bears the, the human. And now this human... I mean, this baby, sorry. Uh, <laughs> now this baby is a piece of the father and the mother. So yeah. you are giving a piece of yourself to this new being, uh, this new child, this baby, right? I got to speak, I got to speak, I got to speak human, human terms. Um, and so you're, yeah, you're giving a piece of yourself. And so... You know, my spiritual, my spirit animal, you know, I had to take a piece of my spirit animal and create a child. And that, that creates their, their piece of their spirit animal. And then whatever spiritual animal that they uh, get from their mom and that that creates theirs. Now, the way you can enhance or evolve your spirit animal or whatever we're talking about uh is yeah by taking someone else's taking a piece of someone else's you know it's like the way you take someone's soul is you i ain't gonna get that information Oh my god. Holy shit. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. Everyone was getting their pencils out real quick. Holy shit. <laughs> oh, my God. I saw you, too. I was looking at you. I'm like, this motherfucker. She was like, oh, shit. I got to grab my pen real quick. <laughs> oh, God damn. Yeah, let's see. <laughs> Take two. Okay, action. All right. So... <laughs> you have to holy shit hold on I need a moment chew it over with Twix where's my Twix at can someone get me a Twix please um so like that's funny <laughs> I feel like when you talk about souls it's something you have to really like, you have to almost joke about it sometimes because it's such a serious fucking topic. Yeah, it's a very serious topic. <laughs> and, like, people don't realize, like, you can No, yeah, like, that's, that's a very big thing because, you know, it's, it's like basically when you're in a relate, like you're, you're, you're starting a relationship with somebody and, you know, next thing you know, all their baggage comes with them, right? You know, you're, you know, you, you, and that, and that's technically that, that, that's their quote unquote demons is their baggage. You know, the baby mom or baby daddy drama or, you know, past debt, you know, yeah. um, fucking, you know, um, 
maybe legal issues, you know, you may have some fucking warrants or some fines you got to fucking pay. Well, that goes into debt. But, you know, you may have fucking legal issues. You know, it's like that's that's their baggage. That's their that's their those are their fucking demons that you are unconsciously arising. Oh, yeah, those two. Yeah, 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 yeah. Some yeah, some people just some people have no idea who they're fucking with. Or who they're, yeah, and, and it's like, some people, and I speak for myself, really fuck with spirits, and will, yeah. and, and have real, live, fucking demons that do attack, and it really fucks someone's life, and, and people just have no idea of that, and you know, and that does scare people. And then that's, that's, that's why you're saying, like, it's a very touchy topic that you kind of have to joke yeah. about a little bit. You have to lighten the mood because, you know, people, people really fear that shit. Like, that's why people don't even watch scary movies. He's like, oh, no, I don't fuck with that demon shit. Or, you know, or when some people talk, start talking about demons, they get scared. Like, oh, hell no, I ain't talking about that shit. And they put, they put the fucking cross fingers up and they, you know, start fucking praying and all that shit and, and start rocking back and forth because it scares the fuck out of them. Because it's it's a it's a it's a. Hmm. Yeah, exactly. You know, it should because it's it's serious. Like that shit's mm-hmm. real. Like people, people like you know, in God we trust. We have in God we trust in our fucking courtrooms on the fucking uh, on the fucking, what's it called? You know, on on our money on our, on the dollar bill and shit like that. You know, people love to to embrace the fact that God exists. But when are people going to start acknowledging and embracing the fact that demons exist? I mean, you do. You got Satanists and shit like that. But... Yeah, it's just like... Like, it's just Yeah, and those people who aren't ready for it are either just pure pussies or people that are that experienced the severity of it. Yeah, like, you know, if you ever heard anyone say, I don't even know who you are anymore. I don't even recognize you. You don't, you're not the same person I once knew. 
And that's because they see the demon in that person. Because physically, everyone else around them sees the same fucking person. Yeah. The same fucking person. It's like, what are you talking about? This, this, is, the, this is the same Cheyenne that, you know, that I grew up with. What do you mean? She looks exactly yeah. the fucking same. It's like, no, that's not Cheyenne. You, you, you don't see yeah. this. You don't see that. You don't see how, she, how she's doing it. Bro, she's been doing this her whole entire life. What are you talking about? Yeah. Because you disrupt, you, you've summoned a demon, whether it was a demon from within her, I mean, within you, or yeah. you summoned a demon from another part of the, uh, another fucking realm and summoned it within you. So these, you know, are like lessons that a lot of people do need to like protect themselves because, man, those demons follow. Because it's like, you know, it's, you know, it's like you have it in one relationship and you're like, man, I, I'm, I'm done with you. I can't do this because, you know, I don't know. I, I can't recognize you anymore. And then, or, you know, you, know, you, you, you scare me and I, I can't be with you anymore. And then next, you know, you go to another person and it, it seems perfect. It's like, oh, my God, I'm perfectly in love. It's, it's a perfect fucking relationship. Oh, my God, a match made in motherfucking heaven. Next thing you know, bam, that same motherfucking shit from your previous relationship, that same demon is in the same one now. You, you know, you, you never seen that person to be a, an abusive person. But next thing you know, you summoned that abuse out of that person and no one else sees that person or knows that person to be abusive but you were the only person you were the only person that that person has ever abused in any relationship you can ask any other partner that that individual has, ha has had in a previous relationship and no one has ever experienced abuse yeah. until you came along you summoned that there's something wrong with you and that's something that you are doing and so that's what a lot of people fear and I, like you said, as they should, because that's something that you want to avoid at all times. Yeah. Because you have no idea what, you know, is spiritually out there. Mm. And that shit will fucking kill you from the inside out or from the outside motherfucking in with the wrong motherfucking person. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, we will. Yes, we will. What is our podcast recording at? What time? We just hit an hour. Oh, yeah, definitely. Let me get off this fucking phone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah. We'll figure out shit. Most definitely. Most definitely. Deuces. Adios. Toodles. <laughs> <laughs>
and you know I was yeah doing my thing you know and uh they also had you know uh the our niece my niece and nephew and so you know we just lived together for a while and so like her and I really connected you know really got to know each other uh on a very very intimate base you know not sexual okay <laughs> not, not like that but um you know we uh we uh, we did we just bonded you know uh, and we're all cancers you know so Cheyenne is a cancer my my brother um uh Trenton he's a cancer I'm a cancer and so like it, it was a very very intimate situation you know um and so it, it was crazy so yeah anyway uh i appreciate you guys tuning in uh to this new season of the infinite Parabox. i am your host jonathan william davenport senior and till next time adios <laughs>